All right, what up, hey, what up, hey. what up, America? What is going on? I hope you guys are having a easier morning than I had. I got to be honest, this morning, I kind of sounded like this. I really uh, was just struggling. And then um, I decided to go with Black Rifle 300 Espresso, and now I sound like this, and I'm ready to go, and everybody's ready to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seriously. <laughs> That's our new board, and we've been having a lot of fun <laughs> with the new board. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Uh, you know what? This is this. I feel like do the low one. I feel like this is what Nancy Pelosi's soul sounds like. This is what <laughs> it almost sounds like that song. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I really just showed my. I really just showed my age there. Bow, bow, chicka, chicka. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Everybody's probably going. What in the world? No, you did not go on a bender last night. No, you're not on psychedelics. That's just us having some fun with the uh, new board. With the new board. <laughs> and so, anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're gonna jump into a lot of stuff today. Uh, first of all, I want to talk. I want to talk. I want to talk. Got a Boston about, accent going on today? No, you know what it is? So my wife's oldest sister and her entire family just literally migrated across the entire country mm. from Oregon, of which they have lived their entire life. So my wife's oldest sister is 45, 10 years older than Alyssa. Yeah, so 45. She's got three daughters. The youngest is a freshman in college. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been there a long time. So, when I say they've moved across the country, I'm really saying that they've moved to a different country because Oregon is like its own country. Yeah. And it has been the neatest experience of my life talking to them on a daily basis and discovering all the differences of Oregon compared to here. Like, for example, yesterday, I found out, and this this wasn't coming from, well, I found out from the youngest daughter who is okay. a freshman in college this year. But then I asked their mom, Jessica, which is my sister-in-law, and I was like, is this real? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, we don't do that. Did you know in Oregon it's not like a thing to call adults Mr. and Miss? Really? Yeah. Like, it, like, it, it like tripped me out. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, so you just call an adult, like, like if you're a kid, you just call an adult like their name, like Gary, and and they're like, yeah, that's their name. And I'm like, you would that uh, gets you hit here in South Carolina. Like if I as a child, if I would have went up and said, hey Gary, oh, d d to this day, I have I have knocked the back head of my kids a couple times for doing <laughs> it. And look, and it's also this understood rule in the South, like even as an adult, if there appears to be like a twenty age gap between you and another adult you just automatically go miss or miss like all the yeah. time like it's just just it's just automatic apparently that is not a thing like at all in oregon or at least from where they're from like in the oregon. further west you go like it kind of goes away because i've got some friends from colorado and i would always be like hey miss katie and she's like zach do not call me Miss Katie. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, but, but see, that's what you do. So, so you, in the South, you offer the extent, you, you know, the yeah. courtesy first, and then you wait for them to tell you yes or no. Right. True. Yeah. And then, you know, some people like, obviously another adult, 
Like if they're above the age of 18, I don't expect people to call me Mr. Graham, right? But if you're below the age of 18, uh, you're dang right. You better call me Mr. Graham. I will kick you. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I just thought that that was fascinating. That's how um, that's how Mr. Ron and Miss Carol, my in-laws, everybody thinks that, that I'm super weird. And I'll admit it's super weird. But I called them Mr. Ron and Miss Carol for so long that when we finally got married, it just felt weird to call them Ron and Carol. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> yeah mom and dad or something you know i don't know for, for for me that was just awkward and uh and anyway i don't know you may think that that's super weird too so who am i to judge i just think that that's crazy to me and then uh <laughs> and then uh uh what else did they say i don't remember there's a lot of crazy stuff like like they they follow the speed limit to a t like to a t and like here, oh, not here. Not it's at like all. A, if you ain't going ten miles over, you're you're getting run off the road. Oh, and there's another thing. They asked us if uh if using your cell phones was illegal in the car, and I was like, well, you know, you can't text and drive. She's like, no, 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 no. In, in Oregon, your phones are not even allowed to be out of your purse while driving. And I was like, uh, no. I said, even if that is a law. Nobody follows it ever. And she's like, oh, the cops will tear you up there. And I said, I, that's weird because I feel like Oregon's got a lot more issues to worry about than people being on their phones. I said, I know we have more problems here to worry about than whether or not people are calling someone on their phone. Texting and driving, I get. Yeah. Okay. How are you supposed to call somebody? Calling helps me stay awake yeah, when but, I'm driving. But even that, people got to talk to people on the phone. Like I don't, like I don't get that at all. Like it's just anyway. It, it has been a fascinating just turn of events. Like just it, uh, they, they said it's really weird that everybody talks to them. Like they legitimately <laughs> no 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 no. Like they they, they told me the other day that welcome to the south. That they're very similar to New Yorkers in this regard. Like. They are getting worn out having to actually have conversations with people. Like, because in Oregon, people just go about their business. Like, nobody talks to nobody. Nobody says anything. Uh, you especially don't say hi to people. Like, How dare you say hi to somebody? People that you don't know. Uh, and then they said, and, and on top of that, it's super weird. Because not only do they say hi, they ask you how your day is going. And, and they literally said, you know, am I supposed to lie and just say, oh, I'm good? Or, or do they really want to know how my day is going? No, well, to be, well, to be honest, <laughs> I'm super stressed. And I, no, of course you lie. Nobody really cares about your problems because everybody else has got problems. It's just, hey, how you doing today? Good. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Move on. It's super simple. Anyway, it's just been really interesting. And Welcome and I'm sure I'm sure I'll have more stories as we go on, but it's 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 been super it's been super intriguing, uh, learning these stuff like that these fascinates me. Yeah, if dude, that's the crazy thing about America, is literally even though Oregon is a state in America, it might as well be its own country. Yeah, and we had this conversation. Oh, it was the sixty minute uh, Britain people that I told you guys about. Last time we, we had a couple of talks off off air, or at least I think it was off air. Who knows? Um, and uh, anyway, I said everything fully expecting them to be recording me like as a white supremacist. And so, you know, I, nice. I just, I just went with it. And, you know, I told him, I said, you know, that's the biggest thing that people have to remember. You know, if you're in the UK, you're in the UK. You know what I mean? 
depending on what geographical location of America you're in, you might as well be in a different country. I mean, yeah. really, like, like truly 100%. And, and that's what they said. South Carolina, and they've only been here for not even a week, like four days. And they said, I mean, it is literally like a different world. Not, it doesn't look like a different world or anything. It's not like going to Iraq and be like, oh my God, you know, like <laughs> kind of thing. But, but, but just the culture and, and, and so like, um, I don't want to say their names, but the, uh, the, the, the husband of my, my niece-in-law, I guess is the technical term. So it's Alyssa's niece, her, yeah, yeah. her oldest niece, her husband born and raised his whole life, Oregon, Never been to Oregon ever. He legitimately uh, believed, I guess, that we were all gun waving in the air, American flag flying, Bible thumping you on the head type people all the time. Like, like legit, which it's not not true. And so, you know, depending on what kind of party you're going to. But either way, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, it's weird, like the the stereotypes that these people have about coming here because I mean they I mean he just thought that it was going to be this overbearing nonstop like we could sniff him out immediately that he's from <laughs> Oregon and like just like cram red white and blue down his throat 24/7 blah 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 right uh, it's not quite like that and 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 I think it's pretty safe to say that me and this guy don't agree 100% on probably a lot of things because you know I think I'm not sure that you would define him as left thinking but he's definitely not right thinking if that makes sense so i'll give him he's benefit of the thinking. doubt and call him a centrist right um we haven't had these discussions this is just natural assumptions right yeah yeah naturally he just assumed that i was going to be this raging lunatic uh from the right that was just going to be coming in going oh you voted democrat da, 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 da. <laughs> you know w which is just not true. It's just not true. That's not how we operate. It's not how we do things. Um, anyway, it, it, again, it's just funny how people just have these perceptions. And, and so, uh, they just legitimately in four days be like, wow, like it's, it, it is just night and day different. And you also have to remember in Oregon, they just got to go back into restaurants like six months ago, you know, like, like, we're acting like COVID never happened. I know. And, and I was like, man, that's so crazy because we never stopped going to restaurants, you know? And so, uh, anyway, it's just been very, very interesting. Do they so, like it though? So far, they don't like the heat, the heat, the, the heat's an adjustment. The heat um, sucks. And, no and, the, the and, and they're all Hispanic, right? Uh, uh, uh well, their dad is full-blown Hispanic, so they're all like half, quarter, quarter? I guess it'd be half, half. Half. Anyway, and so they all got sunburned out on the lake the other day. They're like, oh, we're Hispanic. We don't need sunscreen. They're not used to actual real sun, yeah, you know, yeah. because— It gets hot here. Because all the sin over Oregon has clouded the sun to where, like, God's sunlight can't beam down normally on Oregon. <laughs> That's one way to put it. And uh, anyway, so it's like Twilight Sun. It, I don't remember where they were. They were somewhere over in the Washington, Oregon area 
in twilight because the sun doesn't shine normally over there or something anyway so yeah so anyway there are all these hispanic people and they all all of them got sunburned out there on the lake because they had like real sunlight for the first time ever and so uh that is amazing it's been interesting uh it's been interesting it's been a fun time all right enough about my personal stuff okay we actually do have things to get into but i guess Let's get into a sponsor first. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. Well, you know, Janet, who did understand, that would be real Americans and the people who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting your savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action now. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 for a free, no-obligation info kit now. All right, so first of all, I want to talk about Prince Harry. All right, yes, that Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, you know, those debaucherous royals from Britain, um, apparently took a shot at America the other day at a U.N. speech where he slammed the United States. Um, Basically, he declared um, on his Monday speech before the United Nations in honor of Mandela Day, lamenting the rolling back of constitutional rights in the United States. The self-exiled royal, yeah, remember he came here. Remember that? Yeah. That's the craziest part. Seemed to be referring to the Supreme Court's decision, 6-3 decision, that is, in the Dobbs versus Jackson, the Roe v. Wade repeal. Um, Calling it a global assault on democracy and freedom. Um, First of all, and and I really hate this, this is a common belief by Brits. Because the 60 Minutes Britain people said the same thing. They were the whole purpose that they were filming us was this uh, they were filming uh, the the uh, democracy of the West, right? Yeah, we are not a democracy. That is <laughs> that is not what we are. We are a constitutional republic. Mm-hmm. That is what we are. So Britons don't even understand our government. Like they don't even understand. Like, like they have no clue. And um, first of all, I'm pretty sure we fought a war not too long ago uh, where we kicked your butt to where we don't ever have to listen to your, to, uh, you know, your thoughts ever again about America. In fact, the irony that British royalty is talking about something he doesn't like that America is doing. The fact that that irony is lost on this guy. It's just baffling to me. (laughs) The entire reason that America is here is because we got tired of hearing what British royalty had to think about anything. Uh, We have not cared about your opinion since 1776, 
and we still do not care about and your we opinion. And never will care. And we never will. And all these Americans that are like, oh, look what look what the, the UK is doing. And stuff like, go move to the UK. We're, we're, the, we're the US of A. We're, we're, no, we don't care. I could care less. What Britain is so, look, these people are so dumb. Sorry if we got Brit, Brit, British people. I apologize, but I don't apologize at the same time. You guys don't even know how to pave roads the right way. They're talking about runways are melting uh, because of the heat wave this summer in Britain. Really? Uh, we got Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, all these places. We ain't never had a road melt once. What are you talking about? How dumb do you got to be not to make a road the right way? <laughs> I'm look, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, like, you know, before you start talking about rolling back a constitutional rights, why don't you figure out how to build a road the right well, way? If you added S to UK, it suck. So <laughs> anyway, the point is, before you start getting on to us, uh, you know, the country that kicked your butt for freedom and has been the beacon of hope and justice and uh just the light of the world ever since. Um, maybe you should focus on like learning how to basically pave a road first. And then once you guys figure that out, then we can go on from there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I just thought that that was, um, that was interesting. Interesting. It's just the, the gall of these people. <laughs> I, you know, I, sometimes, you know, and I realized that Brits now are not Brits back then in the 1700s and whatnot. But sometimes I see it. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> you know, oh, all right, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. Anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, stupid story of the day. Here Ooh, we go. Here we go. All right. I already know before I ask, but you ever watched that TV show Bones? No. God almighty, Zach. It had like 12 seasons. When, when, <sighs> when did this come out? The whole purpose of Bones, it doesn't matter. It was a 12-year <laughs> period, like... You were alive during this stuff. Anyway, the whole purpose of Bones, it was about the FBI that worked with uh, this anthropologist to help identify Bones every time Bones showed up at a crime scene. That was the whole purpose of the show, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, I was looking it up. I've never even heard People of it. People in their cars are screaming at you daily. <laughs> I've, had, I've actually had emails for people talking about Zach. They're like, we love Zach, but for the love of God, make it a job requirement that he has to start watching all of these shows because they, everyone, I'm watching Terminalist right everyone now, gets so infuriated that you have not seen any of this stuff. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> literally the, the whole concept of bones is what this article is about. That's the point of referencing the show. The show bones. It was FBI. David Boreanaz, good friend of mine, by the way, um, uh, works with the Smithsonian. I think it's the Smithsonian, and it's a bunch of anthropologists. And their job is when they find bones at a you know crime scene, they help identify you know male, female, age, yeah. you know all that other kind of stuff. Okay, getting to the article now after yet another letdown of Zach's I'm sorry. I'm telling you we ain't never playing no trivia game ever. Me and you. No, we are not on team. We could do the office. Either way, woke scholars are now calling for anthropologists to stop classifying human remains by gender and race. No, that is not Babylon B. That is absolute <laughs> that is absolute truth. So, 
Our whole purpose, uh, one, of, one of our main arguments for gender has always been, uh, if you find bones 100 years from now, how do you identify the bones? Even the bones will tell you whether or not mm-hmm. it was a male or a female. Well, now they want to remove even that argument by simply demanding that anthropologists no longer are allowed to identify them as male or female. We had to figure what the bones pronouns were uh, first. Archaeologists and anthropologists, including those who specialize in criminal forensics, frequently use information about human remains, such as the size and shape of the bones, to determine the gender or race of the deceased individual. So a lot of people didn't know that, too. Your bones can actually linked to what race you are, etc. This information is often vital to criminal investigations as well as important to understanding ancient civilizations. Now, though, some woke scholars say the time for classifying human remains by gender and race is gone since we cannot know how the deceased person identified, (laughs) even if they lived hundreds of years ago. Well, what I can promise you is this. Nobody identified as anything other than a male or female a hundred years ago. I can promise you. I'm willing to bet every dollar I have that a hundred years ago you were either a dude or a chick. That's all it was. And if you identified as something else, you You were in a mental institution. The end. All right. One group called the Transdo Task Force. So John Doe or Jane Doe, it's now trans Doe. (laughs) So if you don't know who the body remains are, it's trans Doe Task Force. Who comes up with these names? Even if it is a trans community trying to help, who, who signed off on that name? I just, as a brand marketer myself... It just causes me so much pain. Says it actually maintains its own database of missing and unidentified people who the group thinks could be transgender or gender variant because most databases don't allow you to compare missing to unidentified across different binary sex categories. It literally says... It literally says it maintains its own database of missing and unidentified people who the group thinks. So they find bones from 100 years ago, and they think those bones could be non-binary. What makes them think that it's (laughs) non-binary? This is is real life, people. This is where we are. This is the kind of stuff that makes it really easy for us to have a show, right? Because... I don't have to work very hard anymore <laughs> to, to, to find things to talk about. But it's this is this is also the stuff that makes me just want to stop altogether. Because when you read that, I'm not even going to read the rest of the article. This makes me want to throw my phone in the lake when, and fly to when, somewhere and never talk to anybody again. When you again. read things like this, it makes you just realize there's no talking to these people. There's no There's no rationing with humans that think this way. Um, it's the craziest thing. I I, I mean, I just, you know, at what point can we all just agree that people who think this way suffer from some kind of mental ailment, right? At at what point can we have an honest, non-abusive behavior conversation about this is mental illness? This is, this is what it is. You have an entire group 
that so purpose in life, they probably have millions of dollars in funding from people. Maybe even taxpayer dollars. And their sole purpose in life is to go around saying, no, 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 no. Those bones are non-binary bones. And we think those bones identified as transgender. This bo- this bone right here definitely would have been them they. That's all I'm saying. Or uh, Zim. I, I mean, like they, Maybe they identified as a dinosaur or something. I, again, who knows? All right, we have recently had some huge wins for truth in the American family. It feels like the pendulum may be swinging back to that time of great American values, and the center of that change has to be the family, your family. Ronald Reagan once said, all great change in America starts at the dinner table. There's no company doing more to help you bring your family and friends to the table than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers delivers a 100% American meat experience to your door. They guarantee you meat that is born, raised, and harvested here in the U.S. so that you know where it comes from and who you are supporting. You're already buying meat, so why not buy in the way that strengthens the American farm? Your country and taste buds will thank you not only that i personally eat it all the time it is a mainstay at my house and we use it and eat it every just about every single day (laughs) make sure to use my code graham that's g-r-a-h-a-m to get thirty dollars off your order plus get free express shipping you can make gatherings at the table common again with good ranchers take advantage of this offer before it's gone go to goodranchers.com slash graham to start bringing people to the table creating change in america and eating seriously delicious food from good ranchers uh, talking about uh, hypocrisy in our world. So we all know the January 6th, and we all know this stuff. It's been going on for years at this point. But what, what came to uh, uh, light recently was members of the Colbert Report were actually found to have infiltrated the Capitol on January 6th, right? And, and, and were linked to it as well. So the post-millennial is now reporting... Listen to this. So to this day, there are still people in solitary confinement from the January 6th Capitol wow. riots. Okay? To to this day. Like and we don't talk about it enough, but it but but it is absolutely true to this day that is still happening. Um but the Post Millennial is reporting that Biden's Department of Justice just dropped all charges against Stephen Colbert's staffers who illegally entered the US Capitol. That's awful weird, don't you think? Um, Biden's Department of Justice dropped all charges against the nine Stephen Stephen Colbert staffers that were arrested last month for illegally entering a congressional building, according to officials. Staffers from The Late Show with Stephen Colbert were arrested by the U.S. Capitol Police and charged with illegal entry after they entered the Longworth House building, which houses offices for members of the House of Representatives, after hours on June 17th. Um, The United States Capitol Police said in a statement on Monday, we respect the decision the office has made. Uh, okay. Host Stephen Colbert addressed the arrest on his show and explained that it was an unpleasant experience for his employees, according to the outlet. The Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. You entered a congressional building illegally on January 6th during the Capitol riots. 
Isn't that what a lot of the people did that were arrested and are still detained today? Isn't that isn't that weird? Like Pretty much the same. Like thing. Hey, as Jack Posobiec put it, are you paying attention yet? Like, how many more pieces of evidence do we have to put out there to show you guys something? <clears throat> something doesn't add up. Every credible source that the January 6th committee has put out um, uh, has been debunked as bold-faced lying. Um, I just read that Steve Bannon's trial, I read that they were considering, I don't know if they officially sat them, but they were considering sitting a juror who admitted, and this is an exact quote, who admitted that he has no bias towards the situation. However, <clears throat> I do not personally like Steve Bannon. That's in the same sentence. <laughs> That's in the same sentence. Now, we know that most jurors lie, especially when it comes to famous people. How can you not have... See, that's another thing. A jury of our peers, I also, I don't think the founding fathers ever could have imagined certain people becoming so known. Yeah. That there's no way you can have a jur jury like of your Depp peers. Versus Amber Heard. Yeah. Who doesn't know who Johnny Depp is? You know what I'm saying? Someone like me. <laughs> I'm joking. I'll throw this can at you. I know. Right who he here is. on camera. Anyway, the point is, I, you know, so Steve Bannon, for, for instance, Steve Bannon is a very popular. Uh, conservative, uh, or as the left would call it, right wing commentator. Mm -hmm. Um, and th this is this is where we are, right? And that's over the January sixth stuff. But the Colbert report, all nine of them, nine, not one person. Wow, nine, nine of them, all at the same time. I don't know. It's interesting to me. Uh, you know, maybe I'm the crazy one. I I, I don't know. I'm just saying that at this point. I feel like, you know, we just have to talk about this stuff. All right, listen up, everybody. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile are stealing your money. Mm -hmm. They're crap companies. They're crap businesses. Stop giving money to people that spit in the face of your values. I made the switch from AT&T, and I'll be honest, I was nervous, but going to Pure Talk was the best thing we ever did. And now I want to put everyone that works for me on Pure Talk. Why? Because they believe in the values that we believe in. And they especially don't donate their money to uh, abortion, to Second Amendment enthusiasts that want to remove the Second Amendment. Uh, they, they believe in what we believe. And so, therefore, I believe the only way we fight back is investing in companies that are trying to fight back the right way. Stop paying greedy wireless companies. Instead, support my guys at Pure Talk, a company whose customer service is based in Georgia just two hours away from me here in South Carolina, a company whose CEO is a U.S. veteran and a company who shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, select a plan, then enter the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M and save 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk services in less than 10 minutes. So go right now to puretalk.com, enter Ooh, the wait. promo code GRAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, that's puretalk.com, offer code GRAM, next. Um, this is um, this is Biden's uh, secretary depart. Uh, de oh, crap, what's her freaking or its freaking name? Assistant Secretary of Health Rachel Levin, who is a man. <laughs> Him. All right, this is what he had to say about gender affirmation care slash puberty blockers. Here we go. 
want to 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 base our treatment and uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities and sports, and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. Which means puberty blockers. That's what it is. So yeah. they want to th- this this thing, this person, he, him, they, not being mean or abusive, fact checkers. I don't know what this person identifies as. So I'm just going to call them things from now on until I know. Right? Okay. Is that fair? Can we just go that route? This thing says we need to empower children to go for puberty blockers and gender affirmation care. What? What? This, This person... I have no words like I like, you know, like again, it just this is like the the fourth story we've covered by now. It just is beyond words at this point. It's beyond words. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, children have become this thing where children used to be this sacred deal. Right. Yeah. So this story has nothing to do with the extreme of what we just heard, but, but, but I do think that they parallel. So just yesterday, yesterday, this is a story. Uh, my wife, a couple of the other women in the neighborhood are up at the top of the hill with all the kids. They got all the dogs out and whatnot. Uh, my dog who, uh, his name's duck. (laughs) Uh, he's like 25 pounds, little dog. Little dog. Yeah, yeah, he's not big. Yeah, so literally, hey, man, you take dogs outside, dogs are going to poop somewhere, right? I mean, it's just the way it is. So this dog, so this dog, my dog takes a poop right on the corner. I'm talking, bam, like right there was a patch of grass and then the street, right? Just so happens that as Duck is pooping right on the edge, and when I say my dog poops, we're not trying to be gross, but it's like, it's little, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just being for real. Like, it's a, it's little, okay? There's a whole yard. It's little, all right? A deer just pooped 10 times the amount, and nobody's complaining about that. But either way, right as Duck is doing it, the owner of the house is driving up, okay? Like, literally, it just happened, right? Like, you can't stop a dog from pooping. Like, let's just be honest here, okay? Like, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are you supposed to do? Anyway, so before Alyssa or anybody ha- even has an opportunity to pick this up out of the other person's yard, which I got to be honest, I don't give a crap if somebody's dog poops in my front yard or not. I just don't care. I actually have a life and other things to worry about. Um, if anything, it makes the, it makes the grass greener. You know, I, I do free fertilizer. I could, <laughs> I could literally care less. Now, if you've got a St. Bernard <laughs> or, or a great Dane or something that's dropping uh, this can size one log at a time in my yard, then we might have a different conversation, but little bitty dog, right? Uh, again, maybe I'm so busy that I just don't think like normal people, but to me, it's not that big a deal. But here's here's the point I'm getting to. Anna Grace, my eight-year-old, was the oldest one of all the kids in this group. This guy, I'm not going to call him a man. This guy proceeds to get into a verbal altercation with all the women 
in the group, cussing at them, yelling at them, screaming at them over the poop in the yard with the children right there. This dude then parks his car and then starts to go in his garage and then comes back out again to further the argument. Now, I was not there during this exchange. And it's probably a good thing. Like, all I know is this dude lost his mind in front of women and children. Uh, one of the women that he was into it the most had a literally holding a baby at the same time. And we just have seemed to have lost this understanding of, you know, children are like these sacred things. And whether or not, I'm not saying that men and women can't get into a verbal disagreement with each other. In fact, I think that's stupid. <laughs> you know, like like yeah. adult people, like, oh, you shouldn't talk to women like that. I, I agree, like you shouldn't like curse, you know, but then there's other people that got no problem with cursing at all, you know. That's a Southern thing, I guess. I'm not saying that men and women can't have arguments with each other. I think that's kind of dumb. But the fact that the children were there, like literally the children ran off screaming, I ended up having to like lay in the bed with Anna Grace until she went to bed. She's crying and all this other kind of stuff. Dude apparently lost his mind over this poop in the yard. And, you know, you just sit there and you're like, what happened? Like back in the day, that would have never have happened ever, ever. And it's probably a good thing. And, you know, <laughs> Alyssa said, I wish you were there. And I was like, I don't know if you wish that I was there or not, because we may I, not would have have, an episode today. I would have definitely escalated the situation much you know and Anna Grace was scared then she would have definitely been scared by the time I got done with it because I run my mouth for a living <laughs> and so <laughs> and 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 you know I mean I'm not the biggest guy in the world but I also am not the smallest guy in the world and I'm not saying I would have won I'm just saying that you know he would have known that he probably should have gone about his day and done something else. I mean, and, like, all it adds is an extra minute of your day to go up there and get it yourself or just wait for your neighbor to go up there and get it. It or, just happened. Or... Just shut up. It's a corner of your yard. It's not like you're sitting out there every day. Again, maybe I'm just this guy that just doesn't get bent out of shape a lot of stuff because I have a life um, and, you know, other things to concern my day with. Um, I can't think what a miserable existence it must be to live a life where a three inch piece of poop in your yard, in the grand scheme of your yard is enough to set you off. Uh, I don't know. Maybe your wife is sleeping with somebody else. Like I have no idea what this guy's story is. Um, but what a miserable existence you must live to get that just blown up out of, out of things. But the parallel is. Children are not these respected things anymore. Yeah. Like back in the day, like even if a even if a great Dane had just dropped a freaking just you right in the front of your front yard, of kids. you wouldn't have done yeah, exactly. You'd have gone over to the house, knocked on the door, and be like, hey, look, man, you know, your dog is like dropping mounds in my yard. You know what I mean? And as a man, you would have gone talk to the man of the house about that kind of stuff. See what I'm saying? Like when when this little teenage boy, at the time my son was nine, uh, pushed my kid to the ground and all this stuff, which I got no problem with kid world stuff. Like, I don't like bullies and stuff, but I'm also a firm believer you got to let kid world work out kid world. But when you got a 15-year-old and nine-year-old, it's different, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't go freak out on the teenager. I didn't go freak out on the mom. 
I went to the house. I knocked on the door. And I said, hey, is your dad here? And his dad came out. And me and his other adult male dad had a conversation. Hey, are you aware what happened with your teenage son and my nine-year-old kid? No, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of of what happened. Well, let me tell you what happened. Da 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 da. And those are awkward conversations to have, but those are man to man conversations That's the to way have. It's supposed to be done. And 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 I went over fully aware that he could respond poorly because when it comes to people's kids, they act a little bit <laughs> more defensive, right? I'm not saying that the women probably responded very well either, but when they're surrounded by all their babies, they're going to be a little bit more snappy. Than normal. My point is, like the 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 realm of protection around children seems to have disappeared, and 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 I'm not talking about shielding them from real world stuff, but when a complete stranger, this is a dude in the neighborhood. Like I have no clue who this guy is. Like he's one of those. Our neighborhood is super tight, but there's a couple houses. Like we have no clue who they are. Right. Yeah. This was one of those guys. Well, now you know who he is. Well, not, well, <laughs> not really. I, I wouldn't know him if I saw him walking on the road True. tomorrow. You know, I, I wouldn't. But now I got to explain to my eight-year-old daughter that, you know, that there, there are people in this world that just don't know how to control their emotions, that don't know how to do the basic things that we're trying to teach our children how to know to do. And now I got to have a conversation with them about how some adults don't know how to do these things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And 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 to think about that, like that would bother me the most. If I got in an altercation with somebody uh, verbally and I knew that I had upset their children so much that their children couldn't go to bed, mm-hmm. you know, and all this stuff. That'd like tear that, me up. That would tear me up. You know what I'm saying? Like what? But that's what I mean. Like I bet this guy didn't lose a single bit of sleep. Uh, nothing. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying that people can't lose their temper, but, you know, no apologies, no nothing. Anyway, my point is, back to the full spectrum of the thing, is children used to be these sacred things, right? Where if you had a problem, <clears throat> you know, even if somebody deserved to get decked in their face, and somebody is, you know, there's some people that are like, oh, that there's never any re- bull crap. Some people <laughs> need to be punched right in their mouth. I don't care, dude. I'm from Mississippi. Do not start with me. There are a lot of things that can be solved by two grown men going in the back, just and you handle whatever you got to handle, man. And, and then, and then, a lot of times when people have a beer after, it's weird. Um, some of my best friends to this day, we did not like each other when we first met each other. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and so, um, anyway, I, I just it's this interesting thing that's happening in our world. Um, and then, of course, I along with the other dads, we all are like having to fight our urge to go over there and knock on this dude's door, you know, uh, g- gang mob style. We're like, hey, bro, you know, why don't you come out here <laughs> and come say to us what you just said to all these women and children, you know, kind of stuff. But that's not the right way to go about it either. Um, and then the way today's society works is we would have gone to jail. <laughs> and so anyway, point is, um, children are being uh, attacked in every way, shape, yeah. form, or fashion. And I truly believe it's because we, have, as a society, we have lost this protective barrier around our children. And it's just sad to me. Like, like it truly is. It's just sad. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know. I, I, I think um, 
I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, I really don't. I hope that the next generation can do it better than what we're experiencing right now. Because right now, it's uh, it's pretty sad across the board. Okay, so we got to talk about the Uvalde. Is it Uvalde or Uvalde? Anyway, we, we got to no. talk about the yeah. security footage that has come out showing all of the officers. Um, I've reviewed it. I've I've read every article about it. And th- there's just, there's no... There's no other way to put it than a complete and total, absolute cowardice failure on the part of the police department. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just no way. Uh, there's footage of one uh, guy saying, "We got to get in there. We got to get in there. We got to get in there." And it's another 73 minutes until they go in. After 400 officers show up, 400 officers show up. There's footage of them getting calls on their own personal cell phones while they're in the hallway hearing that the teachers are calling and the kids are calling from the classroom begging someone to come in there. It's absolutely 100% heartbreaking in every regard. And so I'm just going to skip right to it. I'm going to say this. I love our men and women in blue. I do. But I will say that, you know... And I'm facing to look into this, but but it occurred to me the other day, and my buddy Jared from Black Rifle actually brought this up. I'm going to look into, I wonder how many cops have quit the Uvalde Police Department in the past three years. Through the George Floyd stuff, through all the woke stuff, through the vaccine stuff. Mm. I, I want to know, and I'm not saying there is a direct correlation, but I want to know how many police officers this department has lost in the past three years. Um, Because here's what I do know, okay? Everybody wants, everybody wants this, uh, this, this, this balanced professional, right? Everybody wants this balanced professional in the police departments. Um, But, but, but here's what I'm going to say. And, 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 if, if you are a law enforcement family, if you are a law enforcement officer, I would love your opinion. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Please write me and let me know. This is where I stand on it. Okay? W- w- right now, we have a system in law enforcement where meekness, timidness, viral TikTok dances, and all this other kind of community uh, relations building is rewarded. Right? Where the people that are becoming in charge are rewarded not based off of intelligence of incompetence of situations of their job etc and and here's what I do know everybody wants a meek and timid police officer until their children are being shot in a school and then you want a warrior then you want um, a pit bull and we can't keep rewarding cocker spaniels and expecting them when when it's game time to become pit bulls. No amount of training, no amount of anything is going to create that. It's something that's in you. You either have it or you don't. It's like teaching someone uh, to, 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 to write uh, music like uh, Eddie Van Halen or all these people. Like you can, you can try to teach somebody how to play the guitar, but that kind of stuff is either in you 
or it's not. Yeah. It's a God-given thing. The military has it too. Everybody in the military is not a warrior, okay? You have combat arms, MOSs, you have special forces, you have SEAL teams, you have force recons, you have all this stuff for a reason because there are certain situations where you need people that don't get along with everybody else because their job is to be the guys that are going to rush in there when the bullets are flying and they're going to shoot somebody in the freaking face. Like that is that is the truth and the reality. And nobody wants to talk about the truth and the reality of law enforcement until something bad like this happens and you got a lot of people. And here's another thing. You've got some warriors that have been so disciplinary actioned, uh, they slow down their body cam footage and go step by step of what took all of 15 seconds and they get they get just dissected for three hours of a 15-second clip of everything they should have done different in a situation when your life wasn't on the line, but their life was. And you've got all the real warriors leaving. The people that God put something in them. Let me tell you something. You cannot teach someone to go towards the bullets being fired at you. You can't teach that. You can't. All right, the military and all that stuff, you cannot teach it. There are people, no matter how much training you put them in, no matter how much SWAT training, mount training, uh, survival tactics, all this other kind of stuff, no matter what you do, there are people that will run to the bullets when bullets stops flying or starts flying, and there are people that are going to run and hide. And we have a culture right now where the people who run and hide are being rewarded and the people that would run to the bullets are being called reckless. They're being called um, hasty. They're being called, I, I don't know, like, uh, the, the people that you actually want when real life happens. We're, we're in this culture now where we're losing those people. I don't want someone that I can get along with in a, in a social setting. When when the bullets start flying, I want the dog that that, that that may not like a whole lot of people, but if my kid's getting shot at in a school, they're running in there. That's who I want. And you can't <clears throat> you can't have it both ways. You yeah. can't have there are some people that are able to walk a hybrid line to a point, right? Like there are some people that are patrol cops, et cetera, that they're able to walk a little bit more of a line. Okay, but when you have extreme situations like this and you've weeded out all the all the all the warriors, man, the true warriors, even in the military. Okay, yes, I was in the military. Yes, I went to Iraq twice. Am I anything compared to a Navy SEAL? Absolutely freaking not. Am I anything compared to the special forces guys? Absolutely freaking not. Those guys are on a level that I will never be able to obtain because that's not in me. And I'm self-aware enough to know that's not me. But I fully and wholeheartedly believe you got to let those guys go do what they do. You can't try to you can't try to rein them in. You can't try to control how they do it. You got to let warriors be warriors. And our police departments now 
It's incredibly, incredibly sad to me because nobody wants the Warriors around until it's time to do Warriors stuff. And what you saw was a direct result of that. Uh, to the officers, <clears throat> and, and again, I hate to say this, everybody knows how much I stand behind law enforcement. To the officers that were involved in, in, in this, and I'm not saying it was all of them, okay, but, 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 but you know who you are. You need to turn in your badge. I mean, you do. The, the, the ones that were in charge of all this stuff and everything like that, you need to turn in your badge. Okay, there's just certain things. Okay, it's just certain things. If you're not willing, I mean, that's the biggest question, always, always, with the military and with police. Are you willing to die for someone else? <clears throat> and if the answer is no, then you need to get out. You just do. And, and there's nothing, there's no harm in that. Nobody's going to think less of you for that. <clears throat> we think less of you when you parade around as someone who will, and then, mm -hmm. when, and then when it hits the fan, you don't do it. <clears throat> That's when we have a problem. And again, we've got to fix this, guys. The police departments, the sheriff's offices, all these people that are perpetuating this woke society of culture against our police officers... You've got to stop. You've got to stand against culture. You've got to stand against all this stuff. You have to stand with the men and women who are willing to run towards the bullets for the citizens of the communities that they protect. Because we're losing them. We're losing them. And you're seeing it more and more and more and more and more every single day. <clears throat> all right, so <clears throat> I got to address... Uh, the shooting in Indiana. Um, <clears throat> police have identified three victims, a killer, and as the New York Post put it in quotations, hero. That was interesting to me that they would do that. Uh, hero bystander in Indiana mall shooting. Why would they put the quotation marks around the word hero? That's super interesting to me. So um, I'm going to read you what the New York Post says, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. Authorities identified the three victims killed in an Indiana mall shooting Sunday. Their disturbed killer and the hero bystander who shot him dead um, and likely saved countless others from being gunned down. Oh, so there we go. Okay. Even though the hero is in quotations, they add that. A husband and wife from Indianapolis identified as Pedro Pineda, 56, and Rosa Marian Rivera de Pineda, 37, as well as Victor Gomez, 30, were fatally wounded when Jonathan Sapperman opened fire on shoppers inside the Greenwood Park Mall shortly before 6 p.m. All right. Sapperman, 20, uh, was also killed when he was shot by a legally armed man who was at the mall shopping with his girlfriend at the time. The shopper was a 22-year-old Elisha uh, uh, Dickin of Seymour shot and killed Sapperman with a pistol two minutes after the shooting began. So let me bring this full circle to you. 400 police officers in Uvalde, Texas. From the moment on body cam, they have a SWAT team member saying, we got to get in there. It took 400 police officers to show up. And 73 minutes after, 
for them to move in on an active shooter. It took this guy constitutionally carrying two minutes to take this dude out. Two. One dude, not a cop. One good guy with a gun. It took him two minutes to react and take this dude out. This is what I'm talking about. The people that will run towards the gunfire, it cannot be taught. All of the officers in Uvalde had more training, more time, more focus, more effort, more whatever than this guy could have possibly had. This dude's only 22 years old. He couldn't have even been a cop for one year. You got to be 21 years old to be a cop. This 22-year-old constitutional carry guy heard some lunatic with a gun in the mall, and this dude ran towards it and took this dude out in two minutes. Good guys with guns will always be the ones that end bad guys with guns. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you have a badge. I don't care if you are military. I don't care if you're just a constitutional carry because it's your right as an American. You cannot teach the ability to run towards the gunfire. Period. And what we really need is more people like this guy. I don't know his background. I don't care his background. I would imagine where he stands because he's constitutionally caring. But either way, I don't know nothing about him. And honestly, I don't care because this is the point. We need more guys like that on the police force. Yeah. Because no amount of training is going to turn a cocker spaniel into a pit bull when the guns start flying. None. So there was a lot of people commenting, why isn't Graham talking about the mass shooting that happened in Indiana? Well, I just got to it. And the thing I take away from it, and even the New York Post admits that if this constitutionally caring, God-loving, America-loving, right-loving American had not stepped in in two minutes and took this guy out, shot him straight in the face, that dude would have gunned down so many more people. So again, I say guns save lives. Mm-hmm. An armed society is a safe society. An armed society is a safe society. Is it going to stop all harm from happening? Absolutely not. But is it going to... The dude in Uvalde killed 19 kids and two adults because it took 400 police officers an hour and a half to react. This dude, no body armor, no nothing, shopping in a mall with his girlfriend, ran towards the fire and shot this dude in the face within two minutes. Good for him. Sir, I applaud you. You're a hero. There is no quotations around that. You are a hero. Mm -hmm. And to the police officers in Uvalde, Texas, take a good look. That's what it looks like. Again, I got no, I got no ill will to people that aren't able to run towards the gunfire because it's something that can't be taught. But don't put yourself in the, in the position where that's what you have to do. Exactly. If that's not you, just get out. Get out and make room for the people who will. Good guys with guns will always end bad guys with guns. <clears throat> now, here's something. I'm going to put it up for debate. Uh, Texas is now doing this in light of school shootings. Um, I'm going to read the rule, 
And then I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You can email me, Graham at Dear American Media. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't think it's a bad idea. All right. Um, Dallas School District announced that it will require students to carry clear or mesh backpacks to class. Joining other Texas other Texas districts in implementing new security measures following the Uvalde school massacre. So clear backpacks. It, that's the same as like going to a college game where they make you bring in clear bags. Yeah. I, I like it. I actually think that that's a really smart thing to do, actually. So I actually think that that's a, yeah, I think that's a smart thing. I, I really do. I think that's a, I, I don't see any problem with that. I don't see any invasions of privacy in that. Um, I, I really don't. Like, I, I think that I personally think, sure, why not? I mean, you should only be bringing your books to school and we, your pencils. We weren't even allowed to wear hats in school when I was in school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And nowadays, kids can wear whatever they want and it ain't no big deal and they can have phones and all this stuff. Oh, Heck no. We couldn't do nothing in school. You understand me? I mean nothing. So a clear backpack, that's another thing. Why are high schoolers still wearing backpacks? When did that become a thing? When I was in high school, you were a loser if you wore a backpack. You went to your locker after every class, you grabbed the one book, and you carried that thing because you were cool. And that's what you did. <laughs> you didn't wear no backpack. What were you, a middle schooler? No. Anyway, I don't know when the backpack thing became cool again. Or maybe in the South, we were the only people that did this. I don't know. But we, we didn't wear no backpacks in high school. Are you a loser? <laughs> like, 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 nobody wore. That's what it was considered. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with that guy? Why, why, why you just got a backpack? You know, that's weird. <laughs> and so, anyway, I actually think it's real good rule. As Zach said, I mean, uh, stadiums have been doing this for you. You can't go to a Trump rally without a clear yeah. Purse or backpack or whatever. I think that's a good I think that's a good thing. All right, let's end it on a positive note. All right, <clears throat> let's do it. Uh Fauci announces that he will be retiring at the end of President Biden's term in 2024. Give the applause. Dr. Fauci is fine. You have not fixed that thing no, yet. That's why oh my gosh. That is the worst. Sound effect in the history of the world. No, that is first priority. We have to fix that immediately. Sorry, I was getting stuff ready for SAS. That is no, you're too busy messing with the devil sound effect, like 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 turning me into a monster, then I'm fixing sorry. the applause. But either way, Doctor Fauci announces that he's retiring. Um, however, um. He says he's going to do it at the end of 2024. Um, I do not see him making it to 2024. I give him six months. I give him six months and Dr. Fauci will be gone. Why? You got to ask this. I read it. The dude's like 81 years old. <laughs> Somebody got on to me. They're like, I don't like the way you're saying 81 is old. 81's not as old as you think it is. 81 uh, is old. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> now, now, I'm not saying that 81-year-olds can't get around and operate and do whatever they want to do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this dude has been doing this for five decades. Make a mistake for five decades. That's too. old. I want to say he's been through five presidencies. Or something like that. Like it's something crazy. Maybe it was seven. I, I don't remember. It was it was between five and seven. It's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. All right. I know for a fact that George Bush did two terms. I know that Obama did two terms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like we're talking about a lot here. Okay. Um, why now? Could it be that because the 
ever looming potential red wave in November has promised that they're going to uh, indict you and prosecute you in front of the entire world on how you handle COVID, uh, your your interest in testing overseas in the Wuhan labs. Could it be that you know that you are screwed? This man is responsible for more ruined lives than we can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And this man is trying to run before the Republicans can get a hold of him. But it's not going to work. Uh, precedent was set with Donald Trump. You ain't got to be in office for us to go after you, buddy. You are going to answer for every single freaking thing you did. As that person said, 81's not that old, Graham. You're right. It's not that old, but uh, it's time for us to prosecute you. So if you got another 10 years or so left, it's time for us to put you in jail for everything you did so you can spend your final days in prison for the pain, suffering, loss jobs, killing of Americans that you, sir, are fully responsible for. Dr. Fauci will no longer be here, but we are not done going after him. That's all we have for this episode. We'll see you again next time.